and welcome to the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show, where you take enlightened entrepreneurs, coaches, and influencers together to discuss cutting-edge topics in the world of relationships, culture, business, and spirituality. And here's your host, Miss Carol Boston. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show, where we say... We say being an entrepreneur can be one of the hardest things you've ever done. And that's why we bring on experts, experts who have been or already are where you would like to go to help you get there faster and easier. Sounds like fun, right? And, you know, I'm your weather girl. I'm looking out here. It is a gorgeous sunny afternoon in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, albeit it's really still hot even for this time of year. <laughs> this morning it was 86 degrees when I got up. You know what time that was? It was at five o'clock. Like it never cooled off, right? So when you put it in the comments today, let us know where you're chiming in from. Let us know what the weather's like where you are. And we know we always ask you to engage in conversation. We want this to be a dialogue. Welcome to my guest. I have Miss Monica Morrissey here today. And the first thing I'm going to ask her in a minute is, is she um, related to Mary Morrissey, the great big coach? And we've got Thomas Castro here. So I'm excited. Thomas, tell us where you're chiming in from and what you're up to in the world and what the yes. weather's yeah, yeah. So I'm Thomas Castro. I'm a licensed marriage family therapist in California. Um, my uh, our weather, we're actually we've been nice and sunny out here and it hasn't been um, it hasn't been too hot or too cold. It's perfect out here. So we about 80 degrees, um, the best time of the year to be here. We get all of our seasons defined. So it's really cool. Oh, well, we have summer, summer, more summer and less summer. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we really, really do. Hello, Miss Monica. Tell us where you're chiming in from, what the weather's like, and what you're up to in the world. Hey, I'm Monica, and I am in uh, northern Vermont, and it's actually a beautiful sunny day here today. Nice fall day, about 65-ish, oh. and we're just loving the leaves are starting to turn, and they're starting to fall, and it's a beautiful time of year. Yeah. And, and tell us I, what you do. I am an author. I write about signs of the afterlife, and I'm also a Reiki master and Reiki teacher. I do lots of spiritual work. And your book was called, well, one of your books, Dimes from Heaven. Yeah. And then my, my most recent book is called Once Upon a Dime, Heaven is Talking to Us. Do you know how to listen? Oh, that might be a good book for me. <laughs> I ask often. I don't think I hear very well. <laughs> But speaking of hearing, obviously, both of you are very, very good at listening to your clients. So our first topic we're going to touch on today is I'm going to get your expertise on something. I currently have a client who, after the first two and a half sessions, wanted to quit. You're ready to quit. Now, she's in this other program. She's in a group coaching program where she's learning how to do webinars that sell. So she sends me an email the other day. Obviously, I didn't let her quit. We have a signed contract. And um, I offered to change some things around for her to meet her needs, give her extra time, whatever. And um, she sends me an email last week and says, um, can you help me get out of this other group? And I was like, no, <laughs> they have a contract, right? So I get an email from her last Friday. Yeah, I've decided to, again, I, I want to quit. So one of the things I did is I sent her a, a three-minute video. And it's Mel Robbins and this other gentleman whose name I can't remember and it's about basically says you're the problem, right? You're the common denominator. You're the problem. You get to get up. One day is not a day of the week, that kind of thing. So when you have a client that is just in huge resistance and wanting to blame everybody else, whether it's as a therapist 
or as a spiritual coach, what's one of the best tools that you use to help get them over that hump? Either one of you jump in. I can go first. So for me, um, a, a lot of that, and we, I don't, I'm not necessarily under um, contract, but a lot of that is saying that they're not ready, right? That they're not ready to be in that, uh, in a, a different kind of scenario. And I think it was useful the way that you sent that video, because um, when we become the problem and we find our fault in certain scenarios, it starts opening a lot of doors. Now, the doors may not be the ones that we want necessarily, but it starts giving us the ability to um, start acting in our own lives. So mm -hmm. if they just start knowing, like, look, these scenarios are your fault, you have a different opportunity now to, to affect change in your life. And that's the lesson that they could be asking for by accident. So that's what I would focus on is like, mm. you might not be asking for the result that you came in for, but maybe right now at this time in your life, what you're really asking for is to understand this concept, which, which is basically you're a lot more than what you're giving yourself credit for. And yeah. so I raise up my love in a different kind of arena, basically, in, in, in that situation. Instead of like, what you came in for was this. I know that, but what you're asking for is something totally different. And that's just in this case, knowing more that you create more in your life than what you're giving yourself credit for, right? Mm, I appreciate that. Great, great insight. How about you, Monica? So I do a lot of soul work and I say that we're a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. Mm -hmm. And I feel like her soul is getting scared mm -hmm. of something and it's making them uncomfortable. And so I would kind of dig into that about like, oh, something's going on with you. I, I see that and I hear that and, and just listen and then take that next step and say, well, what would happen if you did continue? What could what could you see happen next if you decided to you know stay instead of go? Because I feel like, you know, you you the situation was there was two different times when she wanted to run yes right and so the soul runs when they get nervous about it's it's a it's a deep level of commitment to work with a coach right it's easier to just kind of run and so i would really try to look at at that soul and why they want to run you know do they have like abandonment stuff going on and then but they want to leave first because mm. they, they don't want to, you know, be ditched first or they don't want to fail. I would, because usually after two to three coaching sessions, that's when you, that's when you start to get uncomfortable. And so I'd start to like dig into what's making you uncomfortable. Did I do something or, you know, just kind of digging into what they're going through and then focus on again, if you stuck with this, what do you think could happen and, and get them to see the results you know, um, for moving forward. Great, great insight. I will tell you the first time she wanted to quit when she hired me, my background, just so you know, I'm an ex-collegiate professional tennis player. And I then spent 26 years as a sales expert for Fortune 100 companies. Mm -hmm. So she's now trying to start her own business, right? And she said, honestly, I just, I get paralyzed when I have to try to pick up the phone to make a, a phone call for a sale, mm -hmm. right? And so now that you say that at the end of our second session, that was part of her homework. And she actually admitted the next time she she'd made three calls 
Now, she didn't connect with anybody, but she actually picked up the phone and called, which she had never been able to do before. I saw that as great success. I hear you saying that could have scared her to death that she's actually going to make this work. So I think that is um, very insightful. And the last time we spoke, um, it was supposed to have been yesterday. She ghosted me after I sent the video um, is I got her to commit to a date for her first webinar mm -hmm. to launch her and grow her business. Because mm -hmm. I had said, do you have a sense of urgency? She went, yeah, 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 it's urgent. But her behavior doesn't say that. So that's really, really quite fascinating. Mm -hmm. So what's the favorite thing you love about what you do, Thomas? Yeah, so it is actually loving on people. Like um, there's a lot of concepts that, you know, weren't brought up to me when I was younger or I watch a lot of people not being able to, to have in their life that makes a difference. So I'm a therapist, but I think I practice a lot different than other therapists um, because of the idea that um, that I treat it more like a gym model. Right. I'm actually a basketball coach too but i understand the difference between it being treat between people treating things like a doctor where hey I, I hurt something and i need to get fixed and 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 us going in the gym and saying hey i need to constantly get reps at getting better so i could perform at my optimal level and so because of that you know those concepts allow me to love differently um on the people that come to me and, and want to work with me and it's it's my favorite thing because it's not an obligation of me trying to heal somebody it's more of like, hey, these are the reps that need to get put in and you're going to get better. Do you actually take them into a gym? <laughs> I have a mental, emotional gym, right? Um, it, it's cool. the shiny campus. Yeah. So it's all built around that concept. That's cool. And have you put that out in a book? Uh, not a book. It's just out on a website. It's a membership, right? Oh, fantastic. That's very, very interesting. So tell us, Monica, um, tell us about your dimes from heaven. And one of the things when I read the information you sent in is I have a friend up in West Virginia who's constantly putting pictures. Her mother passed um, not too, too long ago. She was devastated. Uh, her mother wasn't that old, but her mother had always given her the, the heart symbol. Mm. And this woman sees hearts everywhere and she posts pictures of them. It can be, you know, hearts in a flower, hearts in the grass. Uh, there was a, a, a carpet stain. She went somewhere. There was a carpet stain in the shape of a heart. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. So I've been studying about this since 2008 when my nephew died suddenly in a car accident. So I know the pain and the grief. Um, but it started me on this search about life and death and understanding it more. So I started going to see mediums, started learning all these things, but it really didn't, I, I sort of believed, like I wanted to believe, you know, like that heart was a sign from her mom, but I just like, there. it's hard to believe until it happens to you. So I lost both of my parents within eight months of each other. And I ended up really sick afterwards and I put pen to paper and I had this cool dime story. So my dad had given me this dime from his coin collection. And it was a Liberty Head dime from the early 1900s. Anyway, long story short, all of a sudden, two weeks after he died, I found a dime in the most unusual place. The place that I used to call him every day, almost. I would climb this mountain and I would sit on this rock and I would call him and check in on him. And that dime sent me on a journey to understand this even even at a more deeper level. And so I wanted to share my story partly because I was seen as, you know, 
I was an administrator to several schools. I worked in public education for 32 years. Mm. But I had gone through a lot in my life to get to where I was. And so the dime story is part of it, but it's also about me being a sensitive person and being an empath. And so it just sent me on this journey. And then my first, after my first two books, everybody was like, okay, this is great that you get dimes from your dad. I'm so happy for you, but how do I do this? And so just like your friend with the hearts, now I give you the tools that you need in order to understand this connection that we can have with our loved ones who aren't here physically. I'm fascinated. I'm <laughs> Can you tell? I'm like, I got all kinds of questions running in my head. So last summer, um, never forget, it was on a Sunday between 10, 30 and 11. And I happened to have my laptop standing up in the kitchen and I was getting ready to work on something. And something kept nagging at me that I it was really time to go get a new pair of tennis shoes. Now, I'm a destination shopper. That means I know exactly what I'm going to get. I go in, I get it and I get out. I'm not staying the mall kind of person. And I kept saying, I can get tennis shoes anytime. No, you got to go. It was driving me crazy back and forth, back and forth. So I go get in my car. And now my yard guy was out mowing the lawn. I've known him for a long, long time. And I start my car and I look down and my Sirius XM radio was on a channel or a station that I haven't listened to in many, many years. And I was so befuddled that I started turning the channel to see if it was next to something that I do listen to, to see if it had accidentally gotten hit by something. It wasn't even remotely close. So I'm like totally befuddled. So when okay, I'll go get the shoes. I get the shoes. I come back. I call my friend who's a clairvoyant. She's a Claire everything, right? Claire audio something. And I tell her about it. And she goes, well, what was the song on the station? And I go, I don't know. I was so befuddled that it was on there. You know what the name of the station was? The Message. <laughs> <laughs> she said, next time listen to the song because there was a message. Yes. People say this happens all the time. Have you ever experienced anything like this, Thomas? Yeah, so I've, I've known people and, um, who have experienced similar stories that you, you guys are talking about. Um, and it, it's such an amazing feeling. Um, and not only that, but also for me, usually it's with my clients. So for me to actually then witness certain things like, man, I, I, it's almost like I get a message to deliver or an, um, or a sense mm -hmm. of obligation to interact with. And that's usually how it's coming to me because I've worked with people who have lost somebody or people who are close to them. Um, and yeah, it, it's the same kind of, it's the same kind of experience, same kind of concept. Well, well how, does that, how does that work? How does, for both of you, how does that work with your reticular activating system, right? So the RAS. So let's say you go, you know what, what that is, right? You go buy a new car and all of a sudden you get it on the road and you start seeing that same car everywhere. Cause now it's in your reticular activating system and you're looking for it. So is it possible that my friend started looking for hearts? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm asking the question. Yeah. So for me, I don't, I don't have the answer to that because, um, you know, I don't really know or study that, but what I do know is either way it's okay. Right. And that's a mm -hmm. really important part. Like for me, I'm all right with it being from whatever it comes from. The idea that it's happening and it's creating a connection is what's huge. Like, I don't know for sure if I always get a message, but I know I'm, I have this sense and then here I'm going to share it. Right. Um, and that's an okay thing. So I don't, 
in my look, at least, I don't necessarily worry about where it came from or if it was coincidental or it was real or anything like that. I just know there's a sense that I get at a certain time of the month or at, at, at a certain thing that I see that just triggers this concept um, or this feeling where I need to share it or, or, or say it out loud. And so, yeah, I'm OK with it being either one. How about you, Monica? Yeah. So, um, you know, in my book, I share like you have to figure out what connects you to the other person like that dime. I wasn't even thinking about a dime. I didn't even know that that's how my dad was going to communicate with me. I had no idea. I told him there was a spirit communication system and he could use it and I could call him and he could call me. But I really I wasn't looking for a dime, but that I knew because of the necklace that that was going to be my sign, you know, once that started to happen. But um, either way, it just brings us back to love, right? And grief is just really a form of really tough love. Like you just love that person so much. So if that helps her heart, let's, let's, let's allow that. And the thing about that is, is there's a lot of evidence. I don't go into all the science, um, but there is a lot of evidence to prove these things are happening and the mediums, you know, are, have been tested. So just because we can't see it, does that make it not real or part of this, you know, activated system? I don't know. Does it happen in the negative? And, and what I mean by this is when I share with my friend and I'm listening to your dime story and I'm listening to the powerful impact that Thomas has with his clients. So back in 1992, August, um, I'm not going to give you the whole story because it's too long for this show, but without even thinking, I, I came out to my dad on the phone that I had a girlfriend. And from that moment on, my mother quit speaking to me. That was 1992. And so in 2001, she was dead and buried and had a funeral and nobody told me. She'd been sick with cancer for two years. So the reason I ask if this is happening in the negative and she's trying to communicate with me because I had someone who does... Um, Kashik record work, that kind of energy work. Yep. Um, I attended one of her free events last week on um, something about what part of your body is hurting or whatever. And she and I had emailed in between and she said, so whose setbacks are you holding on to? Whose set setbacks are you owning? They're not even yours. They're ancestral. And all of a sudden I'm wondering if this, I'm seeing it as negative because I've had a lot of setbacks and challenges recently. And is it possible that that's coming from my mother? Um, I believe this is just my own personal and I actually write about it in my third book in um, the power of a name. So I believe that my mother is in a different place. I believe she did a life review. I, my first book, I really struggled with, with the relationship with my mom. I didn't see eye to eye with her. I had an okay relationship. It wasn't the best. Um, but in the spirit world, they do, you know, I, I believe that they go through a life review and they kind of see some of their mistakes. And then, and then it's all about love over there. And I have felt her love and support in ways that she couldn't do it when she was here on earth. Mm. So most likely your mother might be regretting some of the things that she did. And most likely she's trying to send you some love. But when we're still here on earth, dealing with our dramas and our stuff that we got going on in our minds 
it's hard to adjust to that new relationship. But I've, it's taking me, it's been almost nine years since she passed. And it's taking me a while to like, okay, she's supporting me. She's come to me in dreams. She has shown herself in other ways mm -hmm. um, and in specifically her name. Yeah. And for me, I, I'm on the similar lines as Monica. Like, I think the negative happens in the flesh, you know, which is not a judgment. It's just that, uh, um, you know, I don't think the same kind of realm or, or hardship exists um, that we have here. So if someone were to say that I don't want to be, but I really don't think I hear from God or I don't think I hear from my intuition, mm -hmm. what would you say to them? Go ahead, Monica. Why did you, why did you turn away? Mm -hmm. Did you, were you, I would, first, I would want to know their religious background. Um, okay because religion is trying to control you. And so I would want to know why, like I talk about the crown chakra a lot and a lot of my clients have like, I always think of like a pot of boiling rice and it, the cover is like jammed on top of their crown chakra and I want to move that out. And so if it's about religion background, then I, I just want to like put that over here and, and then open up to a different idea about God and what the universe is and what how magical it really can be if you're not listening to those voices that trained you of X, Y, and Z, good and bad. You are good. You are bad. All those all those things, right, that you sin, all those things. I would want to know, like, where they where they came from. We have we have different languages, but we are saying the same thing pretty much. Um, so what what I want to want them to do is um, not stop at uh, whatever scenario they're in. So I would say, like, are you willing to believe in what you find? And then if they say yes to that scenario, then the the only thing that I would ask them to do is keep seeking, like keep looking for what it is that you're trying to find whether it's a higher version of themselves or a connection whatever it is go ahead and keep seeking it just be willing to accept what you find right um but the challenge is to get them to the seeking scenario so it's okay that they don't believe or that they do believe or anywhere in between it's just a matter of are you are you looking for an answer or are you settled on that right and, and I, we can be okay and start the love process because love changes all of that by the end of the time that you know, we get done working. If, if if they're able to be loved, then it'll get to the places it needs to get to. I'm going to introduce you to the love coach. She's out in <laughs> California too. She really does exist. She's out in California. She's fascinating, fascinating lady. And I'll tell you something um, about one. That's one of the things I've worked at in my personal development over the years, especially recently, is listening to and trusting my intuition. So, not only do I have this show. I have another show on another work network called Carol's Courage to Confidence Corner. And I had a friend last summer just berate me and tell me I was undisciplined because I didn't plan that show out far enough in advance to really promote it. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, but I get some kind of inspiration. I trust so, so much that within 10 minutes of going live on that show, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to read out of this book and oh, I'm supposed to teach them this. Mm -hmm. And almost invariably, somebody comes up and says, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. Mm -hmm. So just to tell you guys how all this is meant to be. Mm -hmm. As of this morning, when I got my first 
email or actually a Facebook message from my technical assistant who's amazing at running this show. She said, nobody signed up for the show today. So it's just, it could just be you. Now I want you to look at the similarities in you two and how you both showed up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fascinating, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm really resonating with Thomas's love. Mm -hmm. Like you can feel it. Focus on the love instead of the fear. Like that's what this is life is supposed to be about. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, that's why I said earlier, like as you're saying these things, I, I've never heard it in this language necessarily, but it's definitely the same um, concepts. Yeah, it totally resonates. And I'm, and what goes through my mind is, man, all my clients could use the love that you're giving, Monica. Like, Because <laughs> I have a few, few people who have gone through the hardship and experiencing, you know, those, those, those um, losses. So y'all can be happy to introduce people to each other for sure for sure right mm -hmm. <laughs> we're all here because we want to we want to help other people right i like having you two guys on so much i wish this was a longer show maybe y'all <laughs> maybe you guys have to come back how about that absolutely that would, be, that would be pretty cool so monica i want you to tell people who your ideal client is how they can work with you how they can find you and then you're going to leave them with one thought. You can only give them one thought that if they walked away from this show today and they remembered nothing else, they're going to remember that one thought. Okay. So um, I work with mostly women, but some men. Um, and I work online and in person. And I am looking for true spiritual seekers looking to find joy, happiness, and spiritual connection and to understand their personal energy more. So um, I do Reiki classes online and in person. I do angel card readings. I do dream analysis. I do past life work, all kinds of things. And um, so people come to me two ways. First, they read my books and then they come to work with me or they come to work with me and then they read my books. <laughs> so it's, it's a, you know, both ways. And my one um, thing is how do you, I want you to um, think about listening to your body instead of your mind. So mm. when you're looking for an answer, you find the answer in your body instead of your head. Is that similar to Louise Hayes' book, You Can Heal Your Life, where she goes in and talks about if your back hurts, it's this. If something hurts, it's that. That's she's. I've been studying that book for almost 30 years. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thomas. Yeah. So um, the thing that I'll talk about for our for Shine Campus, because there's different aspects of it, it is a gym. So, it, you know, you can go into the gym and work on different things. Right. Um, but the one I'll, I'll tell you about is um, we my wife and I have a couples concept that we use to um, work with couples who are working, um, usually entrepreneurs or managers um, that are struggling with their marriage. Um, and so as they're struggling with their marriages, um, our goal is to be able to turn around and use our concepts that we use to be successful in our relationship and that we've helped other people to be successful in their relationship um, and really get in there and change their life so they don't have to go through all of the suffering um, that happens whenever somebody gets a divorce. Um, the one concept, oh, and the, the place they can find that is theshinecampus.com. Um, so the one concept that I want everybody to know about is abundance concept. So um, first of all, abundance is upon all of us. 
I think a lot of times we're playing too small in life and that's causing so much hardship for us because our focus is more on all the things that we're not or all the things that other people are that we are not. Um, and so we we focus too many on the thing too much on the things that we don't have. And in that process, we stop for or stop knowing that, man, you're capable of so much. I give this this um, parallel of a, of a peach tree. So you put that peach uh, seed inside the ground and inside that peach seed, we don't even know how many peaches come out of that. Right. Because it produces peaches and then each one has a seed inside of it. And that means more and more and more. Well, we're way more than a peach seed. But we don't acknowledge that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if we can start acknowledging the abundance that's inside of us, not just in like how many kids we could produce, but more so in like all the all the potential money that you can make, all the potential relationships that you can make, all the goodness that you can make inside of your brain and inside of your body. If we can just focus on that abundance concept, things start changing because we move that way. If we can move in a growth type mentality, then our hardships start to, to, to drop and they're not as permanent, right? There's always gonna be hardship and growth, but overall it's not struggle anymore. So I want everybody to think more about abundance and being more in their own lives and give themselves a different chance to exist. Thank you for that. Thank you both for that. That's amazing. One of the things that came up for me when you were speaking, uh, Monica, earlier was um, how I say it is like this. Fear and faith are very, very similar. They both cause you to believe in something you cannot see and something that hasn't happened yet. So when I share that, whether I'm giving a keynote talk or my clients and I say, so your fear is your faith turned in the wrong direction. Right. So that's, that's what we do, right? The three of us, we help people turn into, into a different direction. And the, the one thought that I would like to leave with everybody, they've heard it before. It's one of my favorite um, is that I believe that God only gave me a lamplight for my feet because my job is to trust in the process and just take the next step. So that's what I encourage everybody out there in the audience to do. If you're watching this on hashtag replay, let us know that you are here. Reach out to Monica, reach out to Thomas. Listen, everybody gets to have a good coach or a good therapist. Everybody gets to have some help, right? And I say this, um, maybe you'll appreciate this, Monica. My next book, which I haven't started on except in my head. Um, my next book is you can't read the label when you're inside the jar and we're all in the jar. Mm -hmm. And that's why we all get to have a good coach or a good therapist or a good mentor who can read our label because they're outside the jar. Right. Blessings yeah. to both of you. Blessings to both of you. Thank you so much for coming. You, uh, feel free. Let's set up. You can come back again. We'll have a whole nother conversation. This has been awesome. Everybody in the audience, we love you. Come back next week. We'll be here same time, same channel. And until then, blessings to each and every one of you. Take care. Thank you. For listening to Into the Entrepreneur Show, brought to you by Life Coach Today Magazine, empowering your health, your business, your community, your life. Check out the latest issue today at lifecoachtoday.com. Everyone here at the True Awesome Network asks you to please subscribe, like, comment, and spread awesome.